This is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast. This is VP. We are a solutions-based podcast, diving into the world of contrarian investing and alternative finance. You can find us hosted on the No Nonsense Forex YouTube channel, nononsenseforex.com, and podcast players everywhere. Episode 100A is brought to us by Blueberry Markets, and what better sponsor to cover my 100th episode than the broker who's been with me for the better part of four years now and been, been with you for the better part of four years, delighting customers everywhere. With their top-of-the-line customer service, with their ability to trade metals, crypto, indices, the top 50 traded American stocks, and where, if you click the link down below in the description, taking you to the blog, showing you my affiliate link, clicking on that link, will also get you your personal customer service concierge should anything ever go wrong. I would like to thank Blueberry Markets for taking care of my subscribers for the better part of four years. You know, you take a real chance when you pair up with a company, and this chance has played out really great so far. So here's to another wonderful four years. This is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast. And yes, hooray for arbitrary numbers. Uh, I think the the more crazy stat out there is that we've been doing this for almost two years now. It does not seem like I've been broadcasting this to you for that long. Um, I remember sending out a tweet that said, uh, you know what, I was used to be really good at podcasting. We should totally do this again. Um, but I'd already decided what I wanted to do. And I want to bring my investing knowledge to you, having no idea if it was going to pay off or not, not even really caring if I had anybody listening to it or not. You know, I just want to be able to put my thoughts and predictions out there. So when they finally did come around, I could say, hey, look, guys, I got the receipts. You know, between the channel, the podcast players and the blog, it's all out there. You know, you're not going to have, well, I do have, but you're not going to have too many people out there saying, you weren't talking about Bitcoin back when it was in the 8,000s, or you weren't talking about gold back when it was at 1,200. It's right there, homie. You weren't talking about uranium, but it's, it's all right there. And the podcast is for those next generation of predictions that I get right or I get wrong. That in itself, for me, is worth doing, whether I had people actually listening to me or whether I didn't. Uh, but to my surprise and my delight, um, there are thousands of you every week, you know, sometimes over 10,000, depending on what I'm talking about, who tune in to listen to me yammer on about investing and financial prepping. So we are going to make episode 100 about you and have a big old Q&A session. Now, I posed this question on the Discord forum. Uh, and for anybody who wants to join the Discord forum, you just go to nononsenseforex.com and go to the FAQs. Um, you will find the link you need there. Uh, and you won't see me too much in the Forex trading uh, subforums because our mods do a really good job of answering any questions there. But you will find me in the more investing style forums, which are uh, down below. I can't remember what we call them. Let me look. Oh, it's under the NNFX Plus subheading. Um, but I'll be taking my questions from there and at a couple via email. The problem was, and if I'm being honest here, <laughs> I don't quite understand some of these questions. So I'm just going to do the best I can with what I have. And I can't sit there and wag my finger and say, hey, make these questions more clear, because maybe they're clear to you. For some reason, they just weren't very clear to me. Uh, but let's go ahead and start. Uh, the first one here, there's two questions. The first one, I, again, I just don't completely understand. So I'll take the second one. Uh, and a good one to start off with, because we'll keep it nice and light to begin here. But the question is, why have you not made an I'm not crazy, I'm just early t-shirt? Now, I know this question is meant to be a, a sillier, fluffier question, but uh, I think it's a good opportunity for me, at least, to uh, kind of comprehensively answer some questions because I still get these questions all the time. And one of them is, you know, why don't you have any merchandise or why don't you have a paid product or anything like that? So uh, I'll answer all of that here. Um, now, when I first started the channel back in 2018, I had a lot of questions that I had to answer. 
And uh, once you answer those questions, you really got to stick with them. So it was tough. You know, questions like, am I going to show my face? Am I going to show my trading results? Am I going to have anybody else on the channel? And probably the biggest one of them all really was how, if I am, am I going to monetize this? Because at the time, you know, trading was good and it was sustainable. But as you guys know, with trading, it's always very inconsistent. And I had a couple businesses, but they were both very new. You know, so I didn't have anything constant. It would have been really nice to have something like that. So, you know, it's like, well, what do I do? Do I offer a paid course? Um, do I offer money to release the indicators that I use or my top 50, whatever the case is? Am I going to do paid coaching? I've actually, I actually did that in the past and hated it. Uh, I'm going to do a trading room. You know, all these things kind of went around my, in my head and uh, I, I ended up saying no to all of it. Now, did I end up passing up on what could have been a million dollars? Probably more, yeah. I mean, guys, you don't understand how in demand uh, that channel was and how in demand I was back in 2019 when that thing was growing at the rate it was. And I still get requests today, but nothing to the extent that I was getting back then. So that was a very, very tough decision. But thankfully, over time, I learned what affiliates and sponsors were. And so while that hasn't made me a millionaire, um, it's, it worked out okay. And in the end, I'm very glad I didn't do any paid products, including merchandise. Um, yeah, my book does cost money, but books have to cost something, and I thought I priced it what it was worth. Uh, but hopefully through that question, I'm able to answer other questions people might have along the way. Uh, but for anybody who has designs on uh, creating content in the future, uh, trust me, this is a really, really great way to go. Yeah, I'm very fortunate that when I started, I wasn't you know, hard up for money. And it allowed me to do things really the way I wanted to do them, as opposed to treating it like a business or a hustle. Okay, uh, let's go to an email question. Um, this one is, VP, why has the price of gold gone up so much, but the miners have not? I don't see anybody answering this question. So people have answered it, but I don't think they've answered it very well. And uh, the answer I'm about to give is different than what I normally see on some of the gold mining stock podcasts and interviews that I like to watch. And I don't know if I've said it on here before or not, but it's because it's mostly central banks buying this gold and they don't buy gold stocks. They just buy the gold. So that's why the price of one goes up and the other doesn't. Yeah, that's the best explanation I can come up with. I do think once gold starts hitting new highs and starts getting into that, you know, rare air territory, people are going to wake up and start buying gold mining stocks again. Uh, it's going to come in two shifts, kind of like with crypto. You have to get those old investors back, not old age-wise, but people that were kind of burned by the market before, but did have interest at one point. I think those are the easiest ones to get back. And then you have to get those new investors in. And if number go up and number go up a lot, they, believe me, they will come. You know, most of these miners are already really enjoying these high gold prices. And so their actual value keeps going up and up, even though their prices don't. This is a divergence that I really like to see in the gold and silver mining sector. Uh, so even though it may be a little frustrating, you know, understand why it's happening. And I, I think that's the main reason why. If it was the actual people who were doing this, it might be a different story. But when governments do it, you know, this is why you see this variation. All right, so let's go back to Discord, and the question is, if you would do everything over again with the knowledge you have right now, how would you plan your journey the NNFX way? Much love from the Netherlands. Okay, so again, I don't completely, I mean, I, I need to ask you some questions on this one, you know, it's, 
like I'm pretty much doing all the things the way I want to do them when it comes to trading and investing. So like, how old am I at this time? Am I back in my 20s or am I in my 40s like I am now? You know, so I can't really say right now I would do anything differently. Um, I'm doing everything the way I want. I've made a bunch of mistakes early on, which I'm very grateful for. And I'm sure I'm still making mistakes right now, as we all are. But uh, hopefully they won't be too costly this time around. And we'll learn from them too. Okay, let's move on to another one. Uh, VP, what would you do differently in the next bear market? All right, again. I need more information here. Like, uh, I think we're currently in a bear market. So are you talking about like this one is over with and then another bull market comes and then the next bear market comes? Because then I couldn't really tell you without seeing the mistakes I've made during this particular bear market. Uh, and I feel like I'm doing everything right or else, you know, why would I do it? But I think maybe the one thing that I may look back on with regret, and I've talked about this a little bit before, is the theory that if, you know, world governments have all signed off on something, that it's absolutely going to happen. And in this particular case, the main thing I'm referring to is the Green Revolution. You know, as far as we know, it's still on. Um, but a lot of people just don't fall for the propaganda anymore, and a lot of people are starting to push back. Now, the big question is, is how much do they have to push back before these people get scared and move on to something else? Or have they just decided to go all in and they're going to put their heads down and make this happen no matter what? You know, we will not get the answer to this question uh, until it's too late. Uh, because this green technology not only affects things like carbon credits, but it affects a lot of the minerals in the ground. Minerals that are still very useful and their stocks should go up over time, but they would go up a lot, lot more if they, if they played a huge part in this revolution and this revolution actually starts to really happen. Uh, there's another question coming up where I will expand on this further, uh, but the main principles we talk about on this podcast are universal. They work everywhere. It's just common sense. So I would expect more of the same there. But putting my belief in what a bunch of governments say they're going to do may change, may not. I don't know. You know, it's not just what they said. They sure did put a lot of money and resources behind this whole push as well. So we'll just have to see. All right, next one. Here is a good one. Would you rather be given one ounce of gold today or one Bitcoin in five years? So somebody is throwing the marshmallow test at me. So I think you know what I'm going to say here. You know, I don't need an ounce of gold or Bitcoin right now. Um, gratefully, I am, I'm comfortable financially to where I can invest money that I can afford to lose. So I can also afford to wait. And I do think because of the volatility, the upside is a lot higher on Bitcoin. So, and I'd, I'd be really excited to see what one whole Bitcoin would be worth in five years. So yeah, I will absolutely wait and see just what that prize at the end of the rainbow is going to be. So you guys know, I love both, but for that reason, I choose the Bitcoin. Next one, if you could hold just one asset for the next two years, five years, 10 years, what would it be and why? Er, multiple questions, no, but that's okay. I'll answer them all. Um, two years, and if that's all I had, I couldn't wait any longer. Give me Bitcoin. We talked about this uh, two episodes ago. We have the halving coming up in about a year. And if I was looking for something to not fully manifest its own potential, but really make a lot of gains in the next two years, while still, you know, having pretty good downside protection factored in, I w I'm going to say Bitcoin. If you wouldn't give me any longer to wait, 
in two years' time, that's where I would go. You know, you do have some other really exciting crypto projects with really high upside. I just don't know if they can get it all done in two years. You know, they're probably going to go up, and they're probably going to go up more than Bitcoin, if we're being honest. But again, I got to watch out for the downside, too. That does factor in. This is not a pure upside question. And with a lot of these projects, every time I think they're going to be done at a certain time, then they always get pushed off longer. So, you know, give me the one cryptocurrency to where I don't really have to worry about that. And in two years, I would say Bitcoin. Uh, five years, I've actually answered this question on Twitter. Um, now, not from somebody who asked me a question. For what it's worth, please do not ask me questions on Twitter. It irritates me to no end. And it's not really your guys' fault. You don't know. But I'll tell you right now, the reason why I don't answer questions on Twitter is because I don't want other people to see me answering your question and then they think, oh, this is where I dump all of my questions on the VP and he answers me back. No, no, no. That is not how it works. <laughs> I have a contact form. That is where the questions go. Anyway, uh, in five years, I am saying definitively, in the next five years, give me silver. Just has too many things going for it. You know, has so many of the properties that gold has in terms of a store of value, um, along with its utility in not just the Green Revolution, but everything. It's so conductive. We need silver for so many things. The whole Green Revolution um, coming forward would just push it even further. But then unlike gold, um, we are just seeing less and less of it at a very alarming rate, not only in the ground, but in the vaults in the COMEX, in London, in the ETFs. Like, shit's really going down here. And I think in five years, that's plenty of time for us to see the results of all of this crazy stuff going on in the silver world right now. You know, if this, if this real big run that we're all waiting for can't happen by 2028, then what the hell are we even doing? You know, I understand being patient, but that, that's a little much, right? Uh, well, and speaking of, 10 years down the road, I am going to say copper. And here's why I'm saying 10 years on copper. You know, I, I think copper is going to go up well before that, of course. But um, for it to be my number one thing I would hold for the next 10 years, again, I think it's all going to happen well before this. But in 10 years, that is plenty of time for us to have a really bad bear market, absorb all the effects of it. And remember, I said I think this bear market is going to last a few years, worst case scenario. And then finally come back around to where we're completely out of the woods and we're building things again. Um, that is really, and especially again, if the green revolution maybe takes a pause and then comes back, guys, we just don't have enough copper for this green revolution to even happen right now. And we never really are, but I still don't think that's going to prevent them from trying. But even if they don't, and we just start building regular things, um, copper is going to be at such a high demand because unlike before, we are going to have a major supply problem. And in the absolute worst case scenario, I think it takes an entire bear market cycle and then, you know, actually realizing we're in a bull market cycle again to where we're officially good again and prosperity has officially returned. That's when reality is finally going to set in and we're going to say, oh shit, we don't have the copper we were supposed to have for this. And then the price is going to go completely bananas. Now, again, this is not me telling you to wait 10 years to buy copper. It could go bananas many times before this particular situation happens. But I think 10 years from now is, is of course, plenty of time for that to play out. Uh, and when it does, copper stock investors who are actually in good jurisdictions are going to be very, very, very happy. 
All right, one more question. I have another one from email, but I think I'm going to hang on to that one because I think that would make a good episode onto itself. And I'll take the last one from Discord. And it is, what is the biggest life lesson learned from investing and trading? And my answer there is patience. There is such a marked difference between people in trading and investing both who actually have patience compared to those who don't. Seriously, for like every one person who does, there are probably thousands out there who just don't have it and who will constantly make bad decisions because of it. That's really it. Um, I'm poorly, poorly paraphrasing Rick Rule here when he said that uh, 90% of the move comes in 2% of the time. You know, the other 98% is just kind of sitting there. And you have to be prepared to do that. Might suck, but those are the rules. You know, the patient people get paid off well in this business. Yeah, and trading's the same thing. You have to eat a lot of shit before it gets good. And most people just aren't willing to do that. So if you are, and you are sitting on these positions that you might have had for years now, and they're just not doing what you want them to do yet, you know, maybe keep this in mind. You know, maybe you feel like you're stupid. You know, I don't think you're stupid. Maybe you feel like you're crazy. I don't think you're crazy. I think you're just early. Thanks again, everybody. Appreciate you all.